Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur podcast. We are in the middle of a really special series of interviews with industry-leading experts who also happen to be speaking at the Become Influential Virtual Summit, June 8th through 12th. Become Influential is a summit I created and hand-selected each amazing speaker for to support busy parents through the process of building profitable businesses without sacrificing family time. If you haven't already gotten your free ticket to the summit, you can grab that at becomeinfluential.com. Now I'm excited to introduce you to Lauren Golden and talk about leveraging your profitable skills as a virtual assistant. Hey, Lauren, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Oh, I am super duper excited. So you are going to be presenting at the Become Influential Virtual Summit, the summit. I am. June 8th through 12th, and you're going to be presenting on Friday, June 12th, which is our day focused on monetization, so making money. I love this topic. Right? Right? I do. (laughs) And also diversifying. So you may say, like, I'm already making money doing this thing, but there it's always smart to have multiple streams of income. I think if anything, this current pandemic we're in has, has showed us that, you know, you have multiple offerings, multiple things you offer. So even if you're not um, thinking of starting a service-based business, your presentation would still be very good to attend because you may want to have a service-based option to fall back on if what you're doing right now doesn't doesn't pan out if you need to pivot. And yeah, and more than that, I believe, obviously, because this is why you're having me talk on this topic, I believe that starting with a service-based business can be a platform to grow into a lot of other different things. So one of the things I actually teach some of my more advanced students or longer-term students is this idea that then you can productize the service that you know, right? So you teach other people to do it. An example of that could be a course, right? And when we do that, we can actually create communities. So then you can actually be super successful in affiliate marketing. And it's not hard because you already have an audience who loves from you, buys from you, is learning from you, and then you can introduce them to other things as well. So it's kind of the gateway. I think freelancing is like the gateway to entrepreneurship, right? Like real entrepreneurship, not just I own a business. And I do think that there are different levels. You know, if you want to strap on a title and it makes you feel good, I'm all for self-empowerment. But I think truly, like you're talking about, having these multiple streams of revenue can really take you into that entrepreneur mindset. And I think that freelancing is a beautiful way to start. And what most people don't understand is that the barrier for entry is so incredibly low. I, I truly believe almost anybody could do it. And that's honestly, it's the path I started with. And I wish going back in time that I knew 
people like you who had existed <laughs> because I had to figure it all out, you know, from scratch. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and it wasn't easy for myself. No, <laughs> but isn't that true that so many of us, uh, I, I, I would assume I can speak for some of the other uh, people in this summit as oh, well yeah. that you, that we're talking about, you know, we create things that we wish we would have had when we started. And, and that's, I think why I love so much what I do is because I just resonate with, with my community so well, because I, I remember what it feels like to be where they're at right now. And, and I've kind of walked the walk and I don't pretend to know. So I don't pretend to be perfect. I did put makeup on for this interview. So you're welcome. But most days I am like, PJs, mom mode, don't wear makeup. I didn't brush my hair. I did shower though. Um, so you really got the best version of Lauren today. Like I don't pretend to be anything I'm not. I don't pretend to be perfect or like I know it all. But when I do know something and I know that it works, I'm going to be really loud about it because I know that it works and I want it to be easier for you. I want you to have that roadmap um, you know, that I wish that I would have had. So can you actually like take a step, take us back in time Let's and go back. show us like what, what was it that you first started? You know, what was the service-based business that you started in the beginning and how did that look for you? Yeah. So my, my, before freelancing, my real motivation was actually motherhood. So I grew up with a stay at home mom. I kind of thought I'd be a stay at home mom. Um, that was not a financial possibility for my husband and I, by the time my daughter came around, but something really interesting happened that first day back at work where I realized I loved working. Um, like I really love working. I'm very driven. I'm very ambitious. I always have been. And like we talked about, I like making money. I really do. I know that it's kind of like faux pas. We don't want to talk about money, but I like making money. Why? Because I have nine people who I pay every month that they get to provide for their family because of my success, our success, right? But like money allows us to do really good things. I was able to give like $700 worth of food gift cards over this like crazy crisis we've been dealing with to my students because of money. So money is not bad. We kind of got to get over our relationship with money, but here's the deal. I learned that the nine to five was still, I love working. I liked what I was doing, but I wasn't able to show up as the mom that I wanted to be. So I still was kind of like having these kind of competing values where I'm like, oh, it's just like, it's, this isn't right for me. I tried a lot of different things. I always joke. Like if you've Googled how to make money from home, I've done it. Here's your short cut freelancing is the easiest way to start. Why? Like I said earlier, there's no barrier for entry. So when I first started, I actually started as a social media manager. Why? Because I'm a millennial and I was already on Facebook all the time and thought I knew everything. Now here's the deal. I didn't, but because I was curious about it and because it's already where I was hanging out, I found free resources like social media examiner. I enjoyed learning about it because I was interested. So I'd like listen to their podcast while I was like working out on the elliptical. I just, I kept consuming and I learned through trial and error on other people's accounts. So like, you know, you can judge me a little if you want, but here's the deal. Most people are too afraid to get started. And I wasn't, well, I was, but I got over myself. Why? Because I was starving to be home with my kids, right? So I was super motivated. I had that necessity. So that's how I got into freelancing. But flash forward, life happened, a bunch of stuff that we don't have time for today, but I'd be happy to tell you sometime. Um, a lot of stuff happened. And I kind of discovered this whole online world outside of just social media management that I didn't even know existed. So one of those things that happened is my family relocated to Houston, Texas, and I lost almost all of my clients because almost all of them were brick and mortars back in Kansas City. And I couldn't do the same things I was doing for them with the space that was now between us. One of my very first clients I got when we moved to Houston was a business coach. I had never even heard of business coaching. I had no idea that was a thing. I'm like, did you make that up? Like, is that actually a career? What is going on? Now I like have three of them. I do business coaching. I'm like, but we don't know what we don't know, right? 
So she really was this gateway to this whole online world, courses, like just all this stuff I didn't know existed. I worked as a virtual assistant. I worked as an online business manager before I even knew that an online business manager was a thing. I had been doing it for two years, had never heard the word. And so I think sometimes like you just, it just speaks to this idea that like action is going to talk louder than anything else. Be willing to be resourceful, be willing to figure it out as you go and just show up. Like, here's the deal with providing a service, provide a service, come from a place of service. The reason I got all these clients I did in Houston and kept growing and evolving is because I showed up for them as a genuine person, listened to the problems that they had and the things they needed done for them inside their business. And then I did it. Like, mind-blowing, right? Like I'm not trying to oversimplify, but it really was that simple. So that was kind of my evolution. I went from social media manager to VA to online business manager in probably about three years, um, really without even knowing what those things were. I love that. I feel, (laughs) But I got paid to figure it out. I was getting paid the whole time, right? Like I was getting paid to figure it out. It was awesome. And I'm curious how, let's talk about getting paid a little bit. How did you how did you price your services? And over the course of those three years, I have to assume based on my own experience that that changed. Oh yeah. (laughs) So can you talk about that a little bit? Totally. And here's the deal. This goes back to our relationship with money, right? When I first started, like I was highly motivated to leave my job, but I had a lot of imposter syndrome. Like my very first client ever was a realtor male in his late fifties, I'm guessing maybe mid fifties. And I remember going to his house to meet with him for the first time. And I was so afraid that he was going to think I was a fraud and he was going to know more than me. When I say that out loud now, I realize how ridiculous it is, right? Like the 58 year old realtor knows more about social media than like the 25 year old girl who has had Facebook since her freshman year of college. Like it just, it's crazy, right? But that's what I thought. And so we have a lot of these mindset issues and kind of these inner beliefs we got to get over. Um, and we got to like take that messy action instead of waiting for it to be perfect or to know it all. But also my relationship with money evolved. Like I was living paycheck to paycheck when this happened. And so I had a real broke mentality. So I was not, I, I was like, I was afraid to ask for like $200 a month from this real I'm like, he's going to know I'm full of it. And I was probably putting in, you know, now I didn't have systems in place, right? I still had a lot I had to learn, but that was the hardest $200 I've ever made in my life. I mean, I've (laughs) never worked harder to make $200, right? Um, But it was a start. It was a start. And so, you know, I I see some this in my community a lot. I'm sure you see this with your students. It's like, we have a really hard time pricing ourselves. You're not going to get it right the first time. I'm just telling you, you're not, but get started. Because what that did for me and one of the beautiful things about owning your own business or being a freelancer is you don't have to wait a year for an annual review for your boss to tell you whether or not you get more money based on the economic like state of the, of the company, right? Like it's not based, like I gave myself a raise every client I ever got my entire business. Every time I got a new client, I gave myself a raise, right? And so, yeah, by the time I got to Texas, you know, I might, I, I, I never priced myself hourly as a social media manager, which maybe I would have made more if I did. Um, but by the time I got to, to Houston, I was starting at $50 an hour. I mean, that was, you know, as I was learning kind of these new industries, I knew, you know, you kind of get to this point in your relationship with time and money where you're like, I'd rather not do it. <laughs> like if, if it's between having that hour or having the $20, I'd rather have my hour. And for some of you listening right now, that might make your head explode. Cause I know if I would have heard this interview in 2015, my head would have exploded. If someone would have told me they would have rather had their hour, but the more you do, 
imperfectly. The more you figure out, the more you learn, the more confidence you grow because the more results you produce for your clients, the more confident you are in the rates that you charge. Because when you, when you become resentful, you know, you're not charging enough, right? That's, or that was always my gut check. It's like, if I'm starting to resent this client, they're not paying me enough to do the job that I'm doing for them. Um, so yeah, there was a huge evolution, but here's the deal. It wasn't just in the amount I was invoicing. There was a lot of mental work that had to be done too. There was a lot of mindset stuff going on. Oh, there is just so much that resonates there. And I think for me, it's also about alignment with the client. I know that's been a hard lesson for me is that just because you can afford me doesn't mean we're meant to work together. Yeah. So that problem alone, isn't that kind of a luxury though? Like I know when I was first starting, it was like, I would take what I could get, right? Like we don't, like we come from a place of desperation oftentimes when we start. And I know a lot of my students do too. And again, that's that mindset work. Like we got to kind of change that. And another problem that I see a lot of freelancers start with is um, like casting a wide net and trying to do too many Mm -hmm. things. You're like, well, if I do a lot and I do it for a lot of people, like surely that will mean I get more prospects. And that feels intuitive, but it's actually the opposite that's true. You know, you've probably heard the phrase like niche down. That's for a reason. If people don't understand specifically what you do, they're not going to connect with you and they're definitely not going to be able to refer people to you because they're just, they're not going to be able to explain it very well. So, you know, try not to go for that big, like I'm a Jill, a jack of all trades. Like I can do everything. I can help anybody. What's your problem? I can do that. Like we, I know I started that way, right? Like I just, I was like, just somebody give me money. I'll do it. Like, but <laughs> that's not going to, that's not going to be productive for your business in the long run. And it's a really good way to burn out pretty quickly. Now, I feel like I could just keep going. Like we could just keep going for a full hour, but let's jump now into yes. the future. Into I love June. The future. <laughs> <laughs> so we jumped into the past. Let's jump into the future and talk about what what we are going to learn from attending your session. I feel like just from attending this little chunk of an interview, people have already learned so much. So what what will the takeaways be in June? Yeah, I want to I want to bring it down to more of a tangible level. Um, so like super tactical. I want to give you some things you can walk away with. I'm going to give you guys a free resource through the worksheet. You guys will get all the cool stuff. But basically my speech is all about how to leverage your profitable skills for entrepreneurs who are starved for your help. So we'll tap a little bit into what's most in demand right now. But for the most part, what I want you to understand is how accessible this is to you. Like I said, I always say the barrier for freelancing, the barrier for entry for freelancing is almost non-existent. If you have a computer and Wi-Fi, you have everything you need to get started. Now, if you're like any of the people in my community, you might be like, yeah, that's really good and great for you, Lauren. But I've been a stay-at-home mom for 20 years. And I'm like, cool. You have have kept humans alive for 20 years, you probably know how to book doctor's appointments. You probably know how to answer emails from the teacher. You know how to do plenty of things. No, you might not be charging $50 an hour like I was eventually when you first get started, but you already have a monetizable skill that other people will happily outsource to you because of the time that it saves them as an entrepreneur to be able to focus on income generating activities. So if you know how to check email, if you logged into this podcast, Facebook live, wherever we're streaming this amazing video right now, you, you have, you know, enough, you know, enough to get started. And if you have the drive to figure it out, like I had to do throughout the years and to be resourceful and to use resources like this summit and this podcast and, um, Google YouTube, like, hello, come connect with me there. Like I've got tons of how to's like, do you guys know you can figure out how to do pretty much anything on the internet, by the way? Like you can do this. You already have skills to get started. And then we build off of the things we're naturally gifted at, or we're more inclined to do. Um, so for some people, you might be more creative for some people, you might be more organized, right? Like lean into that strength. And then 
pay attention to what other people need and then just having that willingness to figure it out. And I promise you, you can get paid and I'm going to show you how. Oh my goodness. I already have a successful service-based business, but I want to attend because I feel like <laughs> you've convinced me that I'm... Well, I, I hope you to, do. <laughs> I need to start over. No. I love it. I love so, it. And I, I totally agree with you. Everybody has marketable skills. And I feel like I hear that all the time from, from people. And I have this discussion with my kids all the time. Like My kids who are young, like they have marketable skills if they would just, do you know how many people want to pay my daughter to learn TikTok? I mean, (laughs) I love that. Here's the deal though. I think where, I think one of the biggest places where people get held up is it's like, they're looking towards maybe what they want to be and they don't see how that's connected to where they are now. And the only thing that's in between that is experience, but experience like by definition is you taking action. You can't, wait or learn yourself to that future version. It just doesn't work that way. Like I spent a whole year of my life watching webinars. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that. Um, but just thinking like this next webinar, that's going to teach me the one thing I have to know. And then I'll be ready to get started and put myself out there. And I'm just here to tell you like, spoiler alert, like it's actually all in your hands and you are already equipped to get started. Do you know it all? No. Are you ready to make maybe what you want to be making a year from now? Probably not. But experience is the difference between where you and where you want to be. So I just, I hope that I can leave everybody feeling empowered and encouraged and equipped to take those first steps. And it's just like, I compare entrepreneurship to parent parenting all the time. And it's like having a baby. If you waited until you were ready to have a baby, the world would not go on. Nobody would have children because you could always be making more money or living in a bigger house or whatever the excuses are. And the same thing is true for business. You have to make mistakes. Oh yes, daily. But here's the deal. That analogy actually even carries on after that. So let's talk parenting. There's more than one way to parent your child, right? Like some people are really into attachment parenting and some people are, you know, really into like sleep it out, but other people are like, no, you can't let your kid, right? There's different ways to do it. So here's another way. Do you like how I'm giving all the warnings? I'm like, here's what not to do. (laughs) So here's what it's not to do when you are parenting a brand new business. You can't keep jumping from each parenting method to the next. Mm. We call that shiny object syndrome. So just like as a parent, there's more than one way to parent. There's more than one way to be successful in business. There's more than one strategy. There's more than one method. But another challenge I see people facing is that they're not, they're not investing enough time and energy into one to allow it to work. They keep jumping ship from like, well, that didn't work. I'm going to go try to feed my kid this. Well, that didn't work. I'm going to go let him cry. Like that's it. Like, no, you got to like, you got to get, let it stick, give it enough time for it to be successful because there is more than one way, but you will never find the way if you keep jumping from path to path. So I, these are all my like, what not to do. That's what you can call this <laughs> podcast. What not to do if you want to have a profitable business. <laughs> well, and what you can do is come yeah. to the Become Influential Summit. Yes, you're welcome. You that was going, a good setup. <laughs> where you are going to get all of these resources. And just like you, Lauren, like I, I reached out to you. I have been connecting with entrepreneurs and speakers and experts for years, you know, for years since I entered the entrepreneurial space. And I hand-selected all of the speakers for this summit. There are a a few that came from recommendations from other 
speakers. Uh, but even those people I vetted before I reached out to them. So, I mean, this is a very cherry picked group of speakers who are just going to be delivering amazing advice for emerging entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs really in any position of transition, which I think a lot of us are finding ourselves in right now in the middle of this crazy, um, crazy pandemic that we've found ourselves in. Yeah, it's, it's great timing and a great opportunity. It really is. It is. I think there is no better opportunity to start to take control over your financial future. Um, you know, something I shared with someone earlier today even was that, you know, it's, it is so sad how many people have been impacted in terms of their employment, but without bragging, but kind of bragging, my students right now are flourishing. I mean, there, there is, there, there is no shortage of opportunity in the freelancing space, especially when you're interacting with other virtual based businesses. And, you know, it took something really negative to shine that light. But I know an excuse that holds a lot of people back from getting started is this idea of stability in a nine to five in a traditional job. And I think, you know, I'm grateful might not be the right word, but I'm appreciative of, of, the light that has been shined that, that maybe actually doubling down on yourself and having that courage to be brave enough that you're going to take control over your finances. It's scary. It's hard. Um, but it's very worth it. So I'm excited to be a part of the summit and check out the other speakers as well. And I just can't wait to see everybody there. It's going to be awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us today to share this this went even longer than I anticipated, but I couldn't help it because you were amazing. <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> and thank you also for putting together everything you're going to put together for the summit in June. If you are listening, watching right now, registration is open. So head over to becomeinfluential.com and grab your free tickets. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks for having me. We're all busy. I get that. Believe me. But before you do anything else, hop over to becomeinfluential.com and grab your free ticket to the Become Influential Virtual Summit. It's happening June 8th through 12th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, Sherry 